Welcome to We Drink and We Know Things, a weekly podcast doused in alcohol and lit with knowledge. Clinkies! Hello. Hello. What's up, everybody? How are we doing? I hope y'all are doing fucking good. I always ask that, like we're going to get a response. Just yeah. like, what? You could respond on Facebook, Instagram, Go nuts Twitter. in the comments, you know. man. Welcome to the podcast. This is We Drink and We Know Things. The podcast. Yeah, a mostly <laughs> weekly podcast. I'm Andrea. I'm Tom. And if you listen to us week by week, like you're not binging you're or not going you're not the hearing backlog, this yeah. like forever from now we are sorry we had a little um skippage we had a lot of stuff going on with our families um and we posted about it but we decided to take a little getaway trip for our three-year wedding anniversary yes oh, man that shit was rude. dope that motorcycle was so loud i don't know what you're talking about this is a sounds sounds studio <laughs> you can't hear anything we had a nephew in the hospital my yeah. sister gave birth yeah, <laughs> to yeah. a baby. Uh, health issues with all of my grandparents, essentially yeah, every single yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, it was just a lot going on, and damn, um, and damn, COVID nineteen. Still, and popping. when I say we did a getaway, we did a very, very, very COVID friendly getaway. We rented an Airbnb cabin out in Cave City. We didn't even leave Kentucky. Yeah, and um, just did really social distancing things. We kayaked, which was you know. It was a <laughs> what? Let me. Let, what? I got a few hmm. things to unbox about yeah. this kayak trip, man. Okay. Well, I want to start by saying, first time ever kayaking. Yeah, your first time ever kayaking. I haven't done it in like ten years, and ten plus years probably. Tom's on the phone with a lady signing it, like booking it, and he's like, "No, yeah, yeah, we'll do the long one. We definitely want to do the long one. We'll do like the four hour one." Man, and in my head, I'm because th- I have a few friends. <laughs> I have a few friends, and I think the lingo is I have a few friends who yak. I don't like they them. yak. I don't like they it. like to. That they do like a lot of throwing yak. up. They so they all they always tell me about how long their trips are. Like they was oh you know six hour you know six hour run down the lake bro down the river bro. Yeah, these are people who probably also like work out and and and, and like actively enjoy kayaking mm-hmm. as a recreate like as a mm-hmm, hobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a hobby for us. So yeah, we get so in. in my, but in my head, I'm just thinking like this is normal. You, we you book a long one because that's what you do. Chunk of the day, yeah. But like, because we're in the middle of fucking when nowhere. You get in, by the way, where we went, and you start, and then in your head you go, "I'm gonna be doing this for <sighs> eight miles." <laughs> it all of a sudden becomes very daunting. <laughs> and it was, but the current was fast. Yeah, we I ended up it getting green, it done. I think it was Green Rib- uh-huh. Green River. Yeah, is yeah. What we what we flowed down. So what happened was, Andrea. Right before we get on this crazy passenger van with these 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 dudes. Oh yeah, so they we call up the lady and she's like, "Okay, you're gonna go to this park and get in a white van." We're like, "Cool, cool, cool." Everything no. about true crime in my brain makes me sound like that's a really bad idea. Yeah, when I, and, and and first of all, this is the most Kentucky shit ever. When I call, I called her two weeks before our trip, booking it and booked this shit. And she's and like, I'm gonna date, be, I'm gonna be in contact everything. with you. It's special for your anniversary. Yeah, she was like, you know, there's inclement weather, so we don't know what's gonna happen. And if if we're able to do it, you you know, and everything going on, everything's crazy, baby. What we'll do is I'm gonna call you back 
Okay, I'm gonna call you back and we're gonna set it up. I never hear from her ever again. Well, the best thing was when she answered the phone. She was just like, "Hello." <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like Mammoth Cave Two yeah. or whatever. She, well, she called me on her personal line, so I had a voicemail. She was like, her, so hey, I would, "Can you hang on? I've got to get my these kids in this van and get them to school." We were just like, Honey, "What I are st- we do? What is happening?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I'm Tom Payne. We talked uh, about two weeks ago. I was trying to book, and and I work at the distillery, so like I have this thing in my head to where I call shit experiences. I'm like." You know, because we got the barrel tasting. We got this and that. We have these experiences. So I'm like, yeah, we had booked a, a kayak experience. She's like, honey, I never talked to you about no experience. I don't experience. remember you at all. <laughs> what are you talking? I never talked to you in my whole life. <laughs> and and I was just like, oh, fuck, this is going to go south. And then she was just like, well, honey, I'm not even in the office. I'm not even close to the office. Let me get a pen. I'm going to take down all your information, okay? And I'm not going to bill you until you show up because sometimes they don't show up. <laughs> And I'm fucking gung-ho to go. Uh, yeah. For this trip for me, because we can't really... It's good to not be around people. I don't know if you guys are not listening. Keep yeah. your distance. Wash your fucking hands. And we just wanted to, like, just get away. And in general, we try to practice that as a life <laughs> as a life tool. Like, we don't like to... You know, we keep... We're pretty reclusive. Well, they, like, take us, like, up the road away. In this janky-ass van. And... These two country-ass the, dudes. They, like... The other two couples that were in the van, everybody... Hold on, I gotta crack this top. I'm... Yeah. Well, they're, like... Oh, you guys are going on the longer one, and they're like, because they. Uh, so we oh yeah, get, we we the, we we they were setting them up, yeah. and we're like, well, where's the? We're like, no oh. one has told us any anything at this point. So we just get back in the van. They drive another like twenty minutes. minutes. Yeah, it was a while up there. And this van that we're in, I'm telling you, this van had probably three hundred thousand miles. Oh on my god, it. it was definitely the roof of the van. Like, like I don't know if you ever looked up, but the roof yeah, of the was van funky. was so beat, looked like a but fucking fly. It was, it was crazy. funny. They were just like, okay, when you get in. Once you see, you're gonna see a new bridge and an old and bridge. then an old bridge. You gotta get off at the landing place right after the old yeah, after the yeah. old bridge. And, and if you miss that, you gotta go like another thirty miles and these two before dude, another day. Yeah. <laughs> and these two dudes were like Jedi and Padawan. It was like, okay, son, you never been yeah. out this road, okay, buddy. What you gotta do is you new. gotta go. Yeah, and this guy has been living in in cave. It was Mammoth Cave, not Cave City. Uh, it was Mammoth Cave, Kentucky, is the region we were in. Mm-hmm. We were at No Lynn Lake. We were also in Cave City. We yeah, were all over the place. we were everywhere. And but he was like, yeah, man, about fifty years ago, this shit was gravel. I used to drive this, and yeah. he's like, oh, that's yeah, cool, yeah. man, that's cool, man. And he's like, what you got around here? Do you got a gun around here? And he's like, I'm going to tell you all a story, man. And he was so, they were they were raw Kentucky, man. Like, I can't, yeah. I can't expect, I've been in Louisville a long time, but I grew up in a rural area, and it was, <laughs> and he was just whipping it in this passenger van with these strangers, just yep. oblivious to the fact we were even in the backseat of this car. It was an adventure, like everything. Yeah, did. so we, we get set, and the fucking current is cooking. Oh, yeah, it's a fast current, which I think was very helpful because I heard, I overheard one of the guy, instructor, well, not instructors. They didn't instruct us. They did us, less than instruct. They did, I heard they him did say opposite of instruct. that it, ours was going to take five to six hours. And once I heard that, I was terrified. <laughs> they didn't even ask us if we've ever done it before, nope, if we needed any nothing. help. They were just like, here's your boat. All right. Now, if you miss this, you're going to have to go another 30 miles. <laughs> okay, yeah. so don't miss it. We'll be waiting for you. And so... Andrea, before we, when we're at this park where we met everybody, this ragtag group of people, um, Andrea was like, I should go pee. Yeah. Like, That's a smart idea. And, and we were on over. vacation, so I pounded some beers. And, and it, I pounded we started some beers at like a we park where we parked. And I. Thelma Stovall. I, I went and the bat, the public bathrooms were locked there and closed due to covid potties set up as if that's gonna help like, mitigate anything so i couldn't go i was like nope i can't do this and so i'm like i'll just hold it if anything happens i don't know i'll get in the water and 
pee. <laughs> sure. And what ended up happening is Tom I had, had to get in the water. I had crushed some. Listen, it was a recreational time, and I was feeling recreational, so I had had some drinks. You know, it's it's almost like one of those where you gotta like act normal when you're around people when you don't you know when you've had. So I, don't I know basically if that, we're down this crazy current, have to we're grab cooking. onto a we're branch. Cooking. So and I was Tom like, dude, it's gotta happen, or I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking can piss hop myself. out of the fucking. Meanwhile, kayak. you're having a full ass panic attack, thinking yeah, I'm gonna tip the boat. There were, I was like, if you can't get up on my the bank, dignity was at stake, and you just didn't want to get tipped over. Which makes I had sense. a full backpack, a full purse, and we we got on this kayak like it was a damn yacht. We brought so much shit with us. Yeah. I had a backpack full of supplies. Yeah. There's no room in a kayak for anything. Luckily, we were able to turn it and get up on this. Like he got Tom's covered in mud. Oh no! So because I I was like derobing, and I was like, I mean, I really had to piss because it was hours into the trip, ish. No, it wasn't. It was like 20 minutes in. It was not 20 yes, minutes. Yes, it was. And in your brain, you're thinking, this hours. is going to be four hours. I got to pee. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not having it. I was like, I'm going to beat you us. And we're going to do this. And it, we tried it once and it, it wasn't great. No. So I just, I was like, okay, we got to, we're going to latch onto these trees. Out. I tried to get all my, all my gear off. And I had, I had a fair amount of clothes on. Cause I'm like dressed like I'm just hanging out. We were on the you ended water. Up back in the, in the kayak shirtless with shirtless, your short, my shorts hair down inside out, my shorts inside <laughs> out and backwards. Yes. And all my and because for some reason I jumped I took all my like my shirt and shit off and I still had it in my hand when I jumped into the river Stupid. I didn't I didn't put it in the boat like you almost lost your phone too I almost drowned first of all yeah I I was like <laughs> the current was fast. I was a little like nervous rip I talked to you I, tried to get back in the kayak without being up on something and said oh nope <laughs> yeah we had to re but it was a remarkable and after that in hindsight I'm like well it was a really good time. It was fun. It was fun. I was very, very, very sore I almost, and very, very burnt. We om- Oh, my God. Your sunburn is not... You look better today. Thanks. No, just the redness. My lips got burnt. You look like... You got cooked like a lobster. And I had my big old beer belly out for hours, and I, I was know. good. You were catching all the rays. I guess I was blocking it from you. Yeah. But, man, so we're back, you know. We, we had a good trip, and it was fun. But also, when we got to the cabin, we weren't thinking about being in the middle of nowhere and no the fact wi-fi. that there was no wi-fi no cable originally in my head i was actually going to bring the recording equipment and we were going to like do a little thing while we were out and then the more we the closer we got to yeah, it i was like logistically i'm no there's no way i'm but, this off so there we you know we weren't there to like watch netflix we sure you know but when you get but what did we a watch cabin a lot at, like, of at like eight o'clock you have to do something to wind down and there was this little basket of dvds yes. Uh, which included like The Hangover, mm-hmm. Zombie Land. Mm-hmm. We watched both of those, and it was season three of Specific, Friends, yeah. not any of not the other seasons. Season. I so know so watched, much about like, season three right all now. Of y'all. Season- My sister was watching season three of Friends when I got That's hilarious. I was like, I know this is specifically season three because that is all we had. <laughs> <laughs> we, and we played a lot of bingo. They had a little bingo. We played set. a lot we of played bingo. bingo. It was fun. It was good. So you know, sorry that we took we a little. All of our own. We took all of our food. We made our own food the whole time. Oh man. Remember those grilled sandwiches we made? The grilled sandwiches. The homie gave. Uh, the homie has a little like mini charcoal grill. You guys. And we were like, we're gonna take it because we want to make s'mores. We get there first of all. There's a charcoal grill there when we got there. Yeah, so, I didn't realize. Yeah, great. Um, but we were just like starving one night because all we brought was like lunch meat. So we made sandwiches. We threw them on this charcoal grill. Fire. Ham and gouda on a grill. It's you really, guys. It's really gouda. It's fire. It's oh. you see. It's it's it's. it's Mm, no. Don't push it. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking. 
so before we get into but, tonight's yeah. episode, well, yeah, so well, that's we had a good a, time. We had fun. And yeah, it was good, man. We oh, we went horseback riding. Oh fuck, we were fucking cowboys. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, we rode some horses. Which was another horses. very like. You oh, think you hey guys, get... okay, come over here. Let's get on these horses. Like, what you no gonna do? Like, I've never ridden a horse before. You're gonna hold on to these reins tight. And even, what? My horse That's like, it? That's... My horse is so much stronger than me. I can't pu- physically pull his I, head up. That was the first time I ever rode. I rode a miniature hearse, horse once. Hearse? Hearse, mm-hmm. it, which is just a very tiny funeral mm-hmm. vehicle. Um, no, I, I rode a miniature horse when I was a kid, but it was very unsuccessful. It wasn't. It. It. I had did not have consent from the miniature horse. Oh, Tom. but I had. We had consent from these horses. Um, mine's name was Sleepy. Mine was Clyde, and they were big. They're. Big. You. You see horses and shit, and you have a perspective. You get on top. I mean, we're you, in Kentucky. We see horses at all, all the time. time. But when you get right up on one. Holy what? shit, bro! Yeah. And they was walking up. They. They. They take the path of most resistance. These horses. Oh my specifically god! It was like trail you had to push did. yourself off of trees because they yeah. kept going up right on the trees. But yeah, crazy. we had this guy, and she was like, "What you gonna do? Is you gonna hold on tight? Let's go." Yep. <laughs> what i've and never then, been on a horse you should give me a helmet or something man and we and were off we went the end she was like okay um you can either jump off or i can bring the steps back over to you and she he was she was you were like well, i mean i don't know about just getting off and she was like what's the worst thing you're gonna do you're just gonna fall off i'm like yeah i don't yeah that's what i'm trying to horse. avoid i'm eight foot off the ground horses are huge <laughs> but i fun. did it i did it i mean it wasn't graceful we were definitely out of our comfort zone for the things we were doing, but it was fun. We booked this shit thinking it was just like shit we normally, but like we rode some also horses that, and like, drove a damn. And also, we were gonna be at like very professional, like yeah, we thought places, we were, and like we literally pulled into somebody's driveway and they had okay, horses. y'all, let's go. What you gonna yeah, do is you're gonna the- go down eight miles. And if you miss the bridge, which we did not no, show you, the horseback go- riding, we literally well, the pulled same into story, somebody's though. house. Yeah, it was their literal house. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, man. So, listen. Cave City is fucking lit. Uh, and Mammoth Cave was fun, too. Yeah, know. we walked through Mammoth Cave. That was your first time walking. Because Kentucky has the largest cave know. system. I, I probably went in, like, elementary school. You probably saw I some bullshit. Know. Diamond Caverns. We went through the fucking Mammoth. Yeah. Uh, they're all interconnected well, cave cities. It was self-guided, so, like, we didn't know what the fuck we were Yeah, they were like, hey, how about, uh, how about a $16 self-guided tour where no one tells you. Essentially, we went to Cave City in a time when they were not giving out information. <laughs> the kayak guys didn't give us any of the horse and the you had to, there's and what's crazy is they were like rangers cuz national parks there's like rangers uh, posted up in these different areas where you would normally learn something, and but unless you go and talk to them, speaking. yeah, which, you know, guys, start a story, you know? Just fucking talk. Um, but all in all, I had a great fucking time. We had a cute little ass cabin with it no Wi-Fi, fun. and I, we played so much bingo. There was a bingo machine. Mm-hmm. A machine? <laughs> it was a little, it was yeah. a device. And, but I'm glad we took Oh, food. fuck. We are doing what we fuck. It's, we're fucking 15 minutes in on this shit. Oh. Okay, just a few quick housekeeping things really quick before we move forward. Uh, I think I'm going to go first tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really quickly, I just wanted to shout out JMotoFreak72 for his review on iTunes. Was that the one that said Apple you re- I was really great and that you were I, like, okay. I guess that I'm iconic. <laughs> <laughs> Man, thank you so much. We can't, we can't thank you guys enough for the reviews. It means the world to us. Uh, if you have time, uh, Apple Podcasts are the best place to review us if you, for if sure. you catch a minute. Um, additionally, we are going to be on Hillbilly Horror Stories Halloween episode every year. It's a pretty big production. He gets a ton of podcasts I'm sure together. we'll talk more about that in the coming week. Yeah. Um, 
as well as, you know, uh, just stay safe and wash your hands. And you ready to hear a story? Sure. Fuck yeah. All right. Oh, fucking shit. Clinky with your styrofoam ass I'm in cup. a styrofoam cup. Andrea bought a fucking sleeve of styrofoam cups like we would need them on We're our vacation. Clinky, you hear you, it. Oh, we literally did. Clinky. I, All right. Let's try again. Hear clinky. It. Yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing. just styrofoam. Yeah. And so she was like, we got to use all these cups. We recycle, by the way. Yeah. But I'm an avid recyclist. I, but they, I like it because it keeps my wine really cold. Keeps it crispy. And I can yeah. put a lot in it. Yeah, that's a concern <laughs> for me. I don't know if we've ever addressed on the podcast, but Andrea and I have names for one the drunk versions. <laughs> uh, and, and now adjacent versions of each other. Yeah. So Tom is Drom. I'm Drom. And that's the guy that falls asleep and eats everything. I'm kind of like a Snorlax, which mm-hmm, is very inebriated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're Drandria. Yep. And that's all that needs to be said about Drandria. She uh, falls a lot. She <laughs> bounces around this house like a damn um, pinball machine. It's remarkable. Remarkable. Uh, also, there's Grom. We've just, we we've just, just assigned, established. It was supposed, we were like, uh, we had like a perfect day planned in the morning. I just woke up. I was like, oh, super me. grumpy. I'm so grumpy right now. I was now. like, oh, grumpy Tom. I fucking woke up. I didn't want We were like, to. oh, it's Grom. <laughs> I locked it up, though. Yeah. So when you're feeling grumpy... Just add a G to your name. If you're very drunk, just add a D to your name. Drandria. Yeah, but my Drum. grand Grandria. I don't get grumpy. You'd be you'd be yeah, what is your grump? You don't get grumpy. You're pretty you could be pretty level headed, don't you? Yeah. I, the only time I'm I get grumpy or weird is when I'm Drandria, so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Drandria and Grandria are the same. That's this those are interconnected. Anyway, what the fuck are we talking about? You ready to hear a story? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I'll probably just cut that piece out. Uh, man, so last last full episode, we've done a few bonus episodes since. I think you you carried the whole show because I had not prepared. Yep. I don't like how you said that. I don't really I don't really feel like our other episodes are bonus episodes. They're just no, it's just episodes. other stuff. It's just other yeah. stuff that we do. Yeah, but you know, I kind of count them differently. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. Oh, this is episode what? Fifty-eight. I have no idea. Fifty-eight. That's crazy. Ninety ninety percent positive is fifty-eight. I'm starting to forget what we've covered. Dude. Yeah. We had a buddy over and he said he's he started working uh, and he's driving a lot for his job. So he's listening <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, he started listening to us and he was like telling us about an episode and I was like, I have no uh, fucking idea what you're like, talking about. like, bro, you about. got the fucking footnotes on But that, early dude? on. We were getting schmanged. We were getting too drunk. Oh my. It was, the point of it was just an opportunity for us to get just blasted. But like it made editing hard and Impossible. the episode's very oh wait God. wait a minute i gotta find wait, wait a minute Hold okay on. wait wait a minute okay no, wait was, a minute <laughs> it was 1983 not 1893 so a lot of that contextually <laughs> is wrong i fucking fell asleep during one episode i specifically remember you like smacking <laughs> you me and did. being like you're fucking sleeping no i'm not i'm actively engaging yeah. anyway so we don't do that anymore we're, we're practicing oh i'm definitely more. getting my drink on oh yeah you're going so you're gonna be you got a lot of pages you're gonna be slurring some words girl so, None yeah, you went first last time. I you mean I carried the whole episode, so now you're going to start. Damn, she put me on a full <laughs> blast. So uh, I'm going to tell us a, just a short tale Okay, okay, this okay, evening. Okay, okay. Uh, and and this, what's really crazy is I have been researching to do a different – I say this a lot, but I've been researching to do a different episode based on our recent experience of our little getaway. Oh. I found a story that, like, was really attached to that. Okay. And – it was. It's a girthy boy, so I'm actually gonna be doing that one next week. Oh. Uh, this week was what I was gonna do originally gonna do week. when I didn't do my research for the last episode. Ah. <laughs> you think so, I'm gonna know it? 
This story? Uh-huh. No way you know this story. There's no way. Nobody knows this. This isn't even... This is... We're going to be talking... So sometimes I talk about cryptids. Oh, uh, okay. This is one of those. If you don't fuck with it, just skip to Landry's episode. We all know you like him better anyway. <laughs> okay. Me, my story. Fuck no, my you. Episode. I mean, come on. Um... But I do have I have been stacking up some content. I have some good stuff coming for you guys. So tonight we're gonna be talking about the. I know beast. I've been like chilling on true crime. I'm afraid you're gonna like get nab some of the really big ones I want to do you before I get even to them. No, actually I have. No and then idea. I'll just redo it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you guys listen to the episode where Tom fucking did a terrible job telling this story, <laughs> don't worry. I'm here to no. fix everything. Love you, babe. Uh, this evening, on we drink we know things the podcast. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about the beast of the land between the lakes, which is in Kentucky. Ooh. I've been to land between the lakes exactly one time in my- I've never even heard of it. Remember when my cell phone broke and I had to go to that tasting at Fort Campbell? When our cat was missing and when I found her? When our cat was missing, we fucking found her, y'all. I found her that the, the night I couldn't even call you and tell you that Yeah, my I phone found her. my phone essentially bricked itself because it wouldn't update, so I had to like pull over pull over at a fucking um Verizon store to get their Wi Fi so that I could like screenshot the directions and just hope I nailed it. Yeah. And I was in the middle of nowhere. But that so essentially um it's it's kind of border it's between Tennessee and Kentucky, land between the lakes, right? So it's not close to us at all. But it's still in Kentucky? Yeah. Land okay. between the lakes is in Kentucky. The beast of the land between the lakes is said to resemble a gigantic half man, half wolf that walks on two legs and has five fingered human hands ending in righteous. I almost claws. said, Ew, five finger. Wait, we have five fingers. Weird <laughs> amount of fingers. Hold on. I actually, hold on. Let me count. Oh, fuck. Uh, the creature is known to be over seven foot tall. Ew. Big boy. With massive, a, like a dog's mouth and glowing eyes. Okay. All right. So there are several legends that uh, kind of attribute the beast between land, between the lakes origins. So the top half is like. is it, it, It's like a giant fucking werewolf. Yeah. Okay. Essentially. A lot of people. I actually think if you guys listen to Hillbilly Horror Stories, I'm pretty sure that they they covered um a few diff it's like three or four different werewolves of kentucky or shapeshifters in kentucky and i'm pretty sure they talk about land between the lakes so they probably did a better job but you know we'll see what's up uh (laughs) so the original is with an it's a native american creature with the ability to shapeshift so they talk about like a shapeshifter in native american lore it's always this creature of absolute evil mm. native americans won't often even talk about a shapeshifter because of the inherent evil it's 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 a very bad omen the existence of a shapeshifter is bad news oh. inherently to my knowledge the shapeshifter on true blood wasn't bad some of them were that yeah, that were that where cougar done raped that boy remember she made him have sex with all those different women oh I spent a really long time since I watched Shuba. There were a bunch of messed out wear cougars. That show ended so badly. Yeah. Such so, a bummer. Uh, how good it was. Another legend speaks of a man who left Europe in the 1800s to settle in between the rivers, as it was called then. Land mm-hmm. between the lakes. Now it's between the rivers. This man supposedly possessed a disease that turned him mad Ooh. after nightfall. Oh. The disease was believed to be genetic and was passed from parent to child over the years. Teen Wolf. It's Teen Wolf. <laughs> Come on. It's Teen Wolf. 
They remained in seclusion, never going to school, or had the desire to socialize with others until one day when they went silent. Many believe the family had died. So they were just like a really reclusive. This, okay. This, yeah, okay. Uh, an investigation in the early 1900s revealed their homestead vacant and abandoned. So they just fucking disappeared. Okay. So it's one of the, they was like, uh, you know, maybe he's a werewolf from Europe. An mm-hmm. American werewolf, a, a European werewolf in Kentucky. Okay. As opposed to an American werewolf in Paris. It's a, it's a movie. Okay. Whew. I didn't know that. <laughs> Tough crowd. Tough crowd. Okay, <laughs> let me sorry. see what else. Let me see what else. You said you'll absolutely not know Just this. Just so. violently scratching out my one-liners for the rest of this episode. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, <laughs> early accounts from French explorers and traders in the region speak of their being warned of a shadowy presence of a loop garou by Shawnee fur traders, uh, which is like french a later legend <laughs> claims that the monster is the spirit of a shape-shifting shawnee shaman shape-shifting shawnee wow, shaman a... there's the name of the episode uh, <laughs> who was killed while he was in war wolf form uh by members of his tribe because he was an evil fucker wow abusing his power so he was like they got him in wolf it's kind of like how um uh, Hemlock Grove ended with dude getting stuck as a werewolf. Oh, what a fucking spoiler you, you like, just gave. It's been t- like 10 years. Well. Get over it, turkey. <laughs> so they say that his spirit is still walking amongst the woods in search of revenge for the people who... So does it walk on two legs? It walk. It's bipedal. It walks on two legs. Okay. It's a seven foot tall wolf man. Wow. Okay. Uh, specifically not... Why did oh, I just immediately want to go, uh, Kareem... Abdul. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I was just thinking of like a really tall person. <laughs> These werewolves got me running. See him barking from a far. Shout out to So they say that, that potentially the, land, the beast between land between the lakes, beast of land between the lakes, <laughs> not between between, is a ghost. Okay. Monster. Now we're always waiting. Well, well from, that, that's another route to the legend is that he was a, a you know, a fucking... Uh, Shawnee, sha- uh, Shawnee shape-shifting shaman <laughs> who was killed by people of his tribe for being and then, a shitty person. still present. Yeah, and a so it's like... A shitty Shawnee shape-shifting... A shitty Shawnee shape-shifting son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, accounts of the creatures from the early days of American expansion into Kentucky tell of hunters disappearing in the woods and of strange, unnatural howls that echoed through the forests at night and i i meant to like get the, the exact dimensions of the national park land between the lakes i'm pretty sure kennedy made it uh you know uh a national park in the 60s uh, and so that means it's kind of it's protected right it, mm-hmm. it goes under the national park system and it's yeah. huge it's, yeah it's, i mean the the amount of acres it is is just like astonishing oh, we, went to a, we went to bernheim yeah That's another thing oh we did. my god we went yo if, if y'all have not local, been to, if y'all yeah. have not been to bernheim forest and you live in kentucky or you're traveling to kentucky go the fuck to it's like bernheim 30 forest. minutes from louisville and they have um some of the i don't know if people ever i don't know is that is it like nationwide there's, there's like, they're not everywhere no. no they there's this artist that makes these big like giants um and trolls and we saw yeah. a bunch of them in Chicago and we they had three in and the they're Bernheim always at forest. arbitoriums which are like conservatories for so trees and we shit. went and saw the three there it was but awesome it was really cool it was All a fucking cool. long walk but it was so cool it was yeah which was a nice touch 
But they're and like he's, huge. He's, he's a nationally right. He's a, he's an international. He does stuff everywhere. I think it's like Thomas Dambo or whatever. I don't. Uh, I can't remember. If you if you guys know him, correct us. He's he's an amazing artist. He builds them out of what looks like driftwood. Yeah. And, uh, he builds them. These giants. Really cool. Literally giants, and, and they're hidden amongst the woods. You got to find them. You yeah. never stumble on them yourself. It's so amazing. Yeah. Uh, so. I've lost my place. Mm. Oh, all right. Uh, accounts of the creature from the early days. Oh, okay. Uh, accounts of the creature from the early days of American expansion into Kentucky tell of hunters disappearing in the woods and of strange, unnatural howls that echoed through the forests at night. At this time, bison still roamed the wild in oh, Kentucky. Wow, which is a big piece to like really old school Kentucky history. Uh, even that park that we were at, there was a bison. Um, you know, a statue at that random park we were at where we went Seriously, kayaking. Like one place I don't also where it Buffalo is. Trace the yeah the creek beds and water beds that have been established that source the water for Buffalo Trace the- were driven by buffalo right. in Kentucky. And that was something you would never really think about as like local creatures here. Ow! <laughs> There's a place you can go somewhere that we went. I went like a long time ago. With my dad and my sister. Where you could see the bison and then, like, sadly, like, they have, like, our little, like, cafe or whatever, restaurant where you can, where you eat, can eat bison, the bison burgers. There's a lot of that. Um, I don't want to see that. I mean, that's sad. Yeah, man. I mean, I hope they live good lives, but also, that's kind of, a, yeah, it's kind of sad. Yeah. So, hunters, so bison are still running wild and, and hunters would sometimes encounter mutilated carcasses of these, I mean, bison are huge. Oh, my gosh. Um... Of like, you know, they'd be like mutilated, that like their guts like, exposed. Um, what was that? Um, ranch. Skinwalker. Yeah, it's on the list. Found, no, but they find like mutilated mutilation like, is a big there. is a big piece of Skinwalker ranch like yeah. stuff. Ooh. So they would see them all mutilated, like dead, with their entrails kind of laying out. Uh, um, their throats ripped open by like no, no notably no, like claws. No, even now. With the efforts to restore bison to Kentucky, the rangers and herd managers occasionally find um, the baby bison missing. No, I don't want to know that. Okay, buddy. Nope, I don't want to know that. I'm sorry, buddy. Oh, buddy. After one of the young goes missing, the herd is reputedly spooked for days. Yeah, no fucking shit. You took its child. (laughs) Yeah. What happened to my baby? Oh, my gosh. so sad. Yeah. So they, and they, they, and it happens. So that's kind of like where the legend of the LBL beast land between the lakes, what's good, um, comes from, and that's that's kind of a view of the lake, the land between the lakes, like an, a, a little picture. You guys can't see it, but Andrea can. <laughs> yeah. So it, it kind of looks like no land. Um, there have been so in in modern. We're gonna talk about some modern time sightings. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Uh, there have been several reports. <laughs> There have been several reports. I was going to say no. No, thanks. Thanks, guys. Uh, See you next week. (laughs) There have been many reports of close encounters with the beast of land between lakes in modern times. One of the most uh, crazy of all. This one is crazy. And this is where I think a lot of the modern legend comes from is these dudes – uh, from Murray State University. Mm-hmm. It's far from us. That's that's yeah. a good you know that's a good couple hours yeah. from us. Uh, they were camping. I don't know how many dudes. There's a few dudes, and they were camping there in 1973. 
found a way to drop it in. Uh-huh. A group of dudes were just hanging out in the woods. It was springtime. They built a fire. They had a fucking literal VW microbus, like those cool fucking oh, Scooby van, like yeah, Scooby Doo yeah. vans. Yeah. Uh, and they were just kicking it. Mm-hmm. They probably, I mean, if I know my guys, they had a couple of beers. You know what I mean? They were drinking some beers. A doobie or two. <laughs> well, saw, dude. <laughs> Consume responsibly. Uh, so they've been, you know, they've been hanging out. They're having a good time. There's no names or anything attached to any of what I'm about to tell you. But so maybe my guy, he takes a little tug off a doobie. He goes. Yeah. He hits the doobie. Oh, yeah. He, he's, he hits the doobie. He says, fuck, bro. I got a piss. <sighs> Oh, stop. So he goes, I'm sorry for that, you guys. I probably cut that shit out. <laughs> this is a wholesome podcast. There's no drug consumption. We drink on this podcast. Uh, so he goes out to take a piss. Okay. And he comes back. He's shook. He comes back to the homies at the campsite. He's I thought you shook. were going to say he got like eaten or something, but he came back. So that's all right. That comes later. He <laughs> said that while he was pissing, he felt like somebody was watching him. Ew. He was like. Dude, don't look at my dick. It bro. was like, Carl was like, yo, it was me. I just came out to like, check on you, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, you know you're supposed to go together, bro. You have a buddy system. That's in public bathrooms, bro. I'm out here taking it. Are don't. you looking at my dick, dude? Dude, it's dark outside. I can't see your dick. Are you looking at my dick, dude? Don't cross streams. Hold on. You're crossing it. You're getting on my shoes, dude. <laughs> Fuck, bro. Oh, no, no, so there was no other guy. It was no, just the no. one guy pissing. No, no, no. Um... It was just the it was just the the beast. It was just a werewolf, like hey bro, and just like pissing at him. No, so he was he was saying this guy go. You know they're having a good time. He goes out to take a piss. Mm-hmm. He comes back and he's like something was watching me. I could hear something, some rustling and like some. Yeah, exactly that. Some sniffing. And he said that he was he was like uncomfortable. He's not into it. He's having a bad time. Yeah. What was that? No. <laughs> oh yeah, those are our dogs. They're in the podcast. Uh, his friend said that he had just heard like it was a hog or a squirrel, some little critter. We know what's out yeah, here, dog. Yeah, yeah, It's fine. Uh, he a said hog. And I don't then, think it'd be a hog. It might be a hog. I've never heard Wild about hogs. hogs. I've never heard about in hogs Kentucky? in Kentucky. I don't man. think so. If they are, hit us up. I've never heard about hogs in Kentucky. I'm ignorant, but I've. I mean, I'm, not wild ones. Wild hogs in Kentucky. Wild ones just running around. I don't think so. So the dude who went to piss was like, no, dude, I've never heard anything like, like this was fucking Ooh. something, dude. This was not, um, a hog. Um, cause those, those have snorts. That can I just do like a quick little side quick story little, that, that just reminded a, we'll do me this little of sidebar here. Um, okay. Freaking. Tom and I paused our show. This was like two nights ago. Oh my god, I can't believe we didn't talk about we it. We hear, had so much updates. It's update because you heard spook. You like the spook, like hearing stuff. I hear. I thought I like a whisper. I'm like, I swear to God, I just heard somebody like whisper yeah. something. And 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 hold on, really quick. Keep in mind that we're in Louisville right now. And, and there's, there's a there's a lot there's a lot of unrest everywhere. Even where we are, like let's just hope for justice. Know. And not that that I wasn't even worried about that i was like did i just hear fucking ghosts like so i'm like okay maybe i didn't hear anything and then we're talking we're talking we're talking and then you hear something i hear something and i also see our and then our garage light clicks on i have a motion sensor light on our garage because we're just a couple of paranoid ninnies because we listen to a lot of scary stuff and so i'm like oh my god he's like i'm gonna go outside and check i'm like okay okay so he goes out and checks i'm sent just like standing or like sitting on the couch 
And I'd start It'd hearing. Be weird if you were. I start hearing. And I was like, Oh my god! There's somebody getting in the window or in our where we are right now, the room we're in right now. So I like book yeah, where it we record the podcast around the couch, which I, there is like access to the house yeah, from where we are. Yeah, and I run outside. And I was like, Tom, and I'm out here like, looking for Tom, something because I heard I something like, as well. There's, I heard somebody talking. There's somebody talking in our yeah, house. Yeah, he comes back in. He's like, All right, stay behind me. He comes into the office and he just goes, <laughs> and I was like, What? He's like. Uh, I just had Dimitri's stream going live on the computer in here. Our friend Frosty Dimitri Sensei does on a Twitch live stream gaming, and he often asks us to like pull it up, and we'll run it in the background. And he Tom forgot he had it on. Well, what's crazy is like I was actually watching it because he's playing the Mafia remaster, I was and I was watching it, and I got distracted and left it up, and uh, so because <laughs> I knew I was hearing talking voices. Yeah, it was so. Dude, oh, it's very scary. I was like shaking. Oh my god, it was Sit down, terrible. Snow. Snow's anyway, Snow's got bar. a cameo. Okay. Man. Uh, so okay, so homie's like, no, bro. I heard something out in the woods while I was taking a piss, bro. And it's not the weed, bro. Okay, listen to me. Listen to me. It's not the weed, bro. So as it gets darker and more deep into the night. These this this little this little gaggle of dudes who are just out having a like I don't care what you say like they're partying mm-hmm. you know what I mean they start hearing stuff Ooh. shuffling sounds and no. crinkles and cracks in the woods of something like moving nope and it's it's spring so there's I mean, still probably a lot of like fall leaves and either like, way because like I don't want to like there's coyotes and shit bro when you're out there like in the forest like all those trees and shit especially like in fall or spring like excuse me like you know branches settling leaves and all this stuff like my biggest fear ooh. when like the one time we've camped when i had to go out and pee was that a snake <laughs> was gonna like jump up and bite my butt um i would i would go out there and punch that i, I would go out I there don't and punch know that why snake. but that's where, my mind, that's that where my mind goes they wait they wait and they lay in wait for women to come out i could step anybody and they dark. just jump up and bite your business so they, they they start hearing this shit and then they're like they're, they're hearing it like moving quickly like from one point to another, like nope, no thank you. So they get stressed out. They get stressed out. So shine their flashlights. You know they're like looking into the dark, mm-hmm. and everywhere they shine, they don't hear anything, but they hear it somewhere else. No, you know what I'm saying. You can feel that. Yeah, right? I don't like that. It's like I shine my light here, and then but the, no, and it's quick. It's very fast. No, it's anxiously fast. It'll stress you out. I'm stressed out. And I'm not even there. And then that goes on for a little while, and then they start hearing the howling. It's this maniacal, crazy wolf, but, like, louder than a wolf, and, like, it almost seemed like they were hearing it laugh. Like, it's like a, like, it's, oh, is that, is that... oh, God, you better be scared. <laughs> that's a clown, that's it, that's not this, but it was like a, it was... that sounded like Mickey Mouse. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> You better run. <laughs> that would fucking terrify me. Oh my! Even in the middle of the night. Oh my god! So it seems to come from all around them, like everywhere they're looking, it's coming from an opposite direction. Ew! So you know, it, it was one side of it, then another side, and then it's 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 everywhere. I don't like it. And then they start seeing this pair of glowing red eyes, you know, or something glowing in red, like darting around in the night, Mm-mm. right around their camp. So these dudes are like young men. They get fucking shook. They get in their fucking van. And they fucking take off. Like, fuck the camping trip. Wow. Let's get the fuck out of here. 
and they're fucking ripping it down the road, and they look behind them and they see something chasing them. <laughs> as they're driving down whatever fucking country road, whatever, and based on rural Kentucky roads, that shit was probably a windy bitch, and they probably yeah. got no speed. So, they, 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 you know, in the rear view, it's, it's obscured still. You know, they see something in the distance running behind them, just trailing them, just running towards them, and they try to take a turn. And as they take a turn, the, the van the van goes junk, and something grabs onto the van. <clears throat> and they fucking gun it. They fucking gun it, right? And they feel like the, you know, it's like something when you when you know you're dragging something or you know something's attached to your car or something so you feel it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. And imagine if it's a fucking seven foot tall wolfman like Shawnee creepers. shaman. Yeah. And so it's, it's, yeah, it's like a horror scene, you know, it's something you see right out of a scary movie. And they they gun it, it breaks loose, and they drive all the fucking way back to back to Murray State back without to school? back to school. They go into school, the college guys. <laughs> they go all the way back to Murray State. And when they get out of the car, they find four deep gashes like claw marks. It sounds like a story from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Well, the lights are still on, so it's fine. <laughs> Uh, another, this is the, the, and so that's pretty much the story. They get out of the car, there's four, you know, so it was like, oh, there was a monster that literally chased us and, and all nature of things. Another, why, like another big story to this is that there was a discovery of a, uh, at a motor home that was using the campgrounds mm-hmm. and they find the bodies, you know. I don't, there's no evidence that there was a call made. There's no evidence of who the police officers were, but there was a crime scene at a motorhome on the campgrounds in the eighties. Okay. And the police are said to have found a horribly mutilated family. Not the same. No, those dudes got away. Right. So they, 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 they're driving away. The guy, the beast grabs the car. They fucking gun it. They break free. They go back to school and they tell all their homies. And that's how this that legend got started. Sure, sure. Okay. A different a different story. Yeah, is that these cops found a a murder scene okay. at a at a you know at a at a motorhome in the camping area of the park Ugh. in the eighties. Police are said to have found the horribly mutilated bodies of a visiting family lying in just carnage. Ugh. Um. And so it's the mom and the dad. There was a there was a there was a kid, mm-hmm. uh, like a little girl, and they just they, they, these guys are their throats are ripped out. You know all oh. the quintessential like this is a werewolf or a large yeah. you know creature, and they actually found the daughter in an in an adjacent like tree, like see oh. her little arm like dangling out, Ew. and they find her she's been like mostly consumed. Um, Gross. so apparently it was like covered up. Because it was a very low-income area, and tourism was the bread and butter of this region. Okay. So, apparently, like, the reason that the story never, you know, made any headway or whatever was because the government covered it up. Mm. The local government was like, hey, we need these we need these guys out here hanging out, having a good time, getting eaten by a werewolf. Oh. We need that. So... Yeah, because it was just it was just a low income area, and they were like, "We have this is our only resource, so we can't, right. we can't, you know." So don't want to steer people away. Or yeah. Whatever. So apparently, like local people, like don't hunt there. 
like there's 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 hunting grounds in this national park there's public land and they like people don't do that um Hmm. and that's pretty much the whole story there's some other weird stuff yeah in land between the lakes park like apparently there's like some bunkers that somebody found um bunkers bunkers like underground bunkers like government bunkers that no one they can't access or anything and apparently there's like you know like hauntings and some other stuff that goes on in land between the lakes oh really yeah but that's just kind of a quick of the of the no just like ghosts there's there's talks of like vampires and shit out there too there's a lot there's a lot of lore in land between the lakes but a lot of it is kind of vague huh but that's the story of the beast of land between the lakes in Kentucky. Wow. What do you know, bud? That is compelling. Creepy. Yeah, dude. I, I always have had like an interest in like werewolves and like. You found like, a lot of like things like that in Kentucky. I feel like. I've I've you ever like rang a towel out of all its water? That towel's about dry now. I done hit, <laughs> I done hit a lot of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I actually was gonna. I actually looked up like three or four other cryptids yeah. that I was going to talk about in case this didn't run long. Um, no, that was good. But I good. feel like it was fine. So that was good. Yeah. So you know, I had pro- never heard of that. Yeah. I I don't know where. I was I- hoping there was going to be something like that about where we were, where we yeah. went for our little trip, yeah. so we could like go out and hunt. Because it was the goblins of Hopkinsville, which may have been aliens or the effects of alcohol, and then <laughs> the the beast of land between the lakes, Pokebook monster. Yeah. You know, we have some, we have our own cryptids here in Kentucky, man. So be careful. Creepy little glow because it, it's like it's massive. Yeah, know? that's terrifying. Could be a ghost. Could be a monster. Could be you know a literal cryptid. Who knows, man? I don't like it. Yeah, but good job. Hey, buddy. Thank you. Oh shit! Snow's freaking out, you guys. Uh, oh, don't talk! Don't talk to him. We'll make it worse. There we go. I got him. I'm gonna okay. His, I'm gonna shake his hand right quick. You ready for mine? He fucking loves that. Yeah. Okay. So, mine is gonna be a little different. Okay. Um, I'm you've gonna... been doing you've been doing a lot of different shit. Yeah, I know. I've been trying to mix it up. I don't want to be like Snow is straight up accosting me right now. I wanted to. Like initially going in, I felt like all I was gonna cover was true crime, and then I was just like, I thought so, I thought so as well. You know, that's every podcast, <laughs> a lot, and and those are great podcasts. Oh no, I love true crime yeah. podcasts. All I freaking listen to, but like, I wanted I want to cover like some different things. I think you've been doing a great job of that. Thanks, yeah. and so it is. We drink and we know I'm things, gonna, not we drink and we murder things. I'm gonna give you multiple like thing this is not just like oh, one shit. one okay. story okay fuck thing, okay okay fuck me up man so this was um i have some information from the new york times um a ranker article um lurgan ancestry and the guardian if i get to okay all of it. also i mostly source my information from the wiki cryptid and wikipedia oh cool okay yeah i actually didn't have a wikipedia wiki uh cryptid wiki uh it's you know come on okay so i'm just gonna start in with this story and then we'll i'll i'll let you know what direction we're going i'm excited i'm having okay? a good time on this one man. so a michigan woman who was declared dead by Michi- paramedics michigan michigan uh, okay. yes right. yes this ha- this article that i'm re- that i'm giving you the information from was posted august 25th 2020 oh fuck last month yes oh fuck okay um which was what gave me the idea motivation for all this sure okay sure so a michigan woman 
who was declared dead by paramedics on Sunday, was Stop. discovered alive. Oh, fuck. I heard about this. Okay, fuck. Later by a funeral home worker who was preparing to embalm her body. Just clocking in, Dave. How you doing? I'm good. I got, right? we got one tonight. I'm going to wash up. Okay, okay. Um, I'm grab my uh, my my embalming tool. <laughs> okay, so the I guess can you it, fucking imagine being that guy? No, can you imagine being the person? Can you imagine being either of them? No. I hope they fall in love and get married. So, um, I the, I think it's the family lawyer Jeffrey Figer. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's fucker. Um, said Tamisha Buchamp. I don't know if I'm saying her name right. I'm trying. Was born with cerebral palsy. Okay. And she requires constant care since birth. Um, he says, quote, I believe her relative fragile condition contributed to the false belief by the authorities that she had died. Jeez. As if she doesn't have enough going on, Dude, man. Right? Um, the family have been agonize- had been agonizing. Um, sorry. For her family, it has been an agonizing couple of days. First, they were told that she had died, only to learn later that she was somehow still alive. Oh, my god! On Tuesday, she was fighting for her life That's in a insane. Detroit hospital. So this happened on the Monday, I think. Um, I also, as a side, I'm so sorry. I fucking love people from Michigan. Yeah. Most everyone I've ever met from Michigan have been fucking dope. Yeah. Also, if you haven't listened to Big Sean's Detroit 2 yet, do yourself a favor. Shit slaps. <laughs> what? What's up? What is that? Big Sean? He's a rapper. A good-ass rapper. I literally thought you were talking about a podcast. No, but I could plug a podcast. I won't. Okay. It's called We Drink and We Know Things. Oh, um, <laughs> So this whole ordeal prompted the family to hire a lawyer to try to get to the bottom of how this fucking happened, right? Sure. Around 7.30 a.m. on Sunday, paramedics responded to a call of an unresponsive woman, which was her. Okay. Um, When the paramedics arrived, they found the 20-year-old woman um, not breathing. Quote, the paramedics performed CPR and other life-reviving methods for 30 minutes. And nothing. Yeah. Given medical readings and the condition of the patient, it was determined at the time that she did not have signs of life. Okay? Fuck. In an interview with WDIV-TV, Tamisha's mother, the one that was pronounced dead, uh, Erica Lattimore, said, which it's curious to me, she has a different last name, said that, I guess maybe they weren't married, she's not married, and they took the dad's name. I have no idea. I don't know either. Said the emergency responders had then told her that her daughter had died. She said, they said, ma'am, she's gone. And she she told them, are you absolutely 100% sure that she's gone? And they said, yes, ma'am, she's gone. Okay. So even the mom was like, no. Well, she's like, are you sure? Are you you on a hundo? Sure, yeah. So later on Sunday morning, after spending more than two hours in a body bag. Jesus. Tamisha arrived at the James H. Hole. Two hours later. Home for funerals, where an employee discovered that she was alive, breathing, and her eyes were open. Like in the bag? Yep. When he opened the Zipped fucking. it up and she's like. Oh my God. And she has God. cerebral palsy. So, yeah, yeah. So she has to have care all I the time I didn't know anyway. that piece to it when I originally heard the story. Yeah. Um. So the funeral home then called her mom and told her As to come to the do. hospital. And her mom said, quote, this devastated my life. I mean, obviously. But I mean, also kind of wouldn't you be happy? But I mean, yeah. also your child was in a body bag for yeah. God. 
So on the, on the Monday, the Southfield Fire Department issued a statement, quote, the Southfield Fire and Police Departments followed all appropriate city, county, and state protocols and procedures in this case. And the city was investigating the matter. The Oakland County Medical uh, uh, Control Authority is also investigating and will put its findings to the Michigan Bureau of EMS Trauma and Preparedness. <laughs> I did not know it was a thing. That was a lot of words. I know. So, um, take it back up. I don't want to say her name wrong. Tamisha. So Tamisha's godmother was a registered nurse, uh huh, and was there when this happened, like in the home when the when the EMS workers arrived, sure, on that Sunday morning, and told them that she thought she was she still had a pulse and was breathing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Tamisha was never taken to the medical examiner's office after she was pronounced dead. As is routine when emergency medical workers have conferred with a doctor in the medical examiner's office to determine that someone has actually died from natural causes. So they normally would go for like, yeah, apparently, okay, that didn't happen. So some negligence, huh? Yeah. So when her mom spoke to WDIV on that Monday, she said she's still in disbelief. Quote: Somebody pronounced my child dead, and she's not even dead. Jesus. Yeah. Um, in a news conference the following Wednesday, Chief Menifee said the matter was still under investigation and that the responding paramedics, two firefighter paramedics and two firefighter EMTs had been placed on paid administrative leave. Because y'all fucked up. Chief y'all, Menifee, that's a that's a great way to, man, if that doesn't ring true to like what's going on yeah, in our area. He said that too, the man. paramedics checked three times for vital signs, both manually and using equipment, and found no signs of life, which is just so weird to me. Like, yeah. I, 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 I guess her pulse was just, her, it was, she was alive, just beating slow as fuck, I guess. Asked whether he regretted how the case was handled, Chief Menifee said, of course, this is a terrible, tragic thing. I mean, we feel terrible about this. Y'all better, because you're going to have to give them millions of dollars. Um, It is not unheard of for people to be declared dead only to be found alive hours later. Yeah. Oh. In 2018. Is this your, is this your fucking segue right A South here? African woman was pronounced dead at the scene of a car wreck, but hours later was found breathing in a mortuary. Jesus. And in 2014, a Mississippi man who had been pronounced dead was found alive inside of a body bag at a funeral home. Can I'm going to tell you about a bunch of people that this has happened to. Uh, me, me, me. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to start with that story because it just fucking yeah, happened. Yeah, that's a good ass segue. Good. Look at you fucking killing I it. I wanted to give the details on that story too because. So that's crazy. I found a Ranker article that literally just gives you like a bunch of accounts of people who did this sure. happened to. And then I have some other things I might go into. We'll see how long it goes. I don't know. Yeah, just have a good time. Yeah. Man. Okay. So, are you ready? Oh, the way you tap them papes right Cause there. Because this is, these are, like, it's so fucking crazy to me that people are, wake Can up, fucking like, imagine? in situations like this. Because, like, typically, if you're in a situation where you're, like, near death or whatever, you probably just don't remember. You're probably knocked. And just wake up and just, like, a, just, like, an awful. Or, like, you're revived. Because like, you can't, like, because you can't get out of a body bag. Probably. Not very easily. start easy. putting, like, inner zippers. Well, didn't they used to put like fucking bells. bells in coffins? That was in coffins. Yeah. Yeah. And I think. Because that shit used to happen a lot, right? But I think um, a lot of, they they ended up having a lot of issues because I think rigor mortis started to set in and the bells would falsely Oh off. my God. Can you imagine? Yeah. 
Can you imagine being the groundskeeper? I might be keeper? making that up, but I'm pretty sure. No, that's not... <laughs> like they they put their hand around it when they bury them or something, and then when the river. Oh, I think works, it was on her toe. I think it was on her feet. It was it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I meant to look that up, but this isn't being buried alive. This is being. This is waking up after being dead. Well, kind. I mean, man, I. I remember that. I remember listening to a podcast somewhere somehow about a guy that got shot and woke up in the mortuary and it was his own account it was like a, this is actually happening yes. which if you haven't listened great podcast i remember there's one story i remember terrible that, terrible the, uh, terrible experiences but great podcast. the chick's fiance like buried her like buried her alive Jesus. and she used the engagement ring to cut herself like out that's an emo song that didn't actually no happen. it did she's For a real. beast i want to we need a whole ass podcast about her that's beastly maybe y'all cover that story okay so we're gonna start in 2011 right. which also that was 2020 yeah you're not even normally you go back in time with this shit well we're gonna, yeah <laughs> i do actually at some point okay so retired cook and grandmother also a lot of these are in other countries so the names are fucking i i'm gonna you're butch, so i'm gonna butcher i it. would say that of the podcast you're most adept at saying i want you to look at this names. name i'm about to say that's a disease. Yeah. That's not. I'm that, going to fuck this up. That sounds like. But I'm going to try my hardest. A disorder or something. Like, that sounds like. Or an organ. Like, that sounds okay. like a medical term. Lyudmila Stepbilitskaya. I think you fucking nailed it. Okay. Was hospitalized for health problems. When her daughter called to check on her, the hospital said her mother had died. It was a Friday night. And she was taken to the morgue. Fucked up that you have to call the cop. Like, that you have to call, yeah, that you right? have to call the hospital. You can't yeah. update me? So she's taken to the morgue, where her body was scheduled to stay until the funeral Monday morning. When her daughter came to get her body on Monday, doctor said her mother was alive. Oh, my God. What? They still didn't even update no! her? <laughs> and brought her to her mother's hospital room. Oh, no, just kidding. She's, she's good. Remember how we told you she died? She survived the whole weekend under morgue refrigeration. She was in. Wait, yeah, dude. That's she was they, in the fucking like when they put your dead ass in the wall. The fridge. She was alive and cognizant. Like, I is she aware? She was, well, okay. She's quote. I have a vague recollection. Whoa. What was that? Recollection of real cold. Her skin was peeled from her body because of the frigid temperatures. Her daughter and other family members who had spent the weekend planning for her funeral were ecstatic to have her back. Quote, it's a miracle what I'm still here, she said. Fuck. It was uh, bedtime. I was cold. In 20, Very cold. In October 2012, she apparently died again during another Shh. hospital stay. No, this is not a lightning strikes twice. You're not this fucking. This time, however, doctors were able to bring her back with, uh, in a few hours. Oh, my god! But gosh. still, that's too death experiences one of which she ended up in the freezing i woke up i was in morgue uh, i like to be cool but did was... you just assume she was russian what's her name i'm not saying it again yugoslavian i'm not I'm, saying I mean, it i again. don't know i just know that those kind of syllables people tend to talk like this okay next in argentina a premature infant was declared dead oh no just no no 20... no these we know oh. they come back. <laughs> <laughs> Just 20 minutes after her birth. 12 hours after she was placed in a refrigerated coffin. Why? Her to parents. Keep her f- to just that's to, how they do yeah, it. Or those going to start yeah. getting gross. Yeah. Jeez. 
Um, her parents went to the morgue to hold their child and say their last goodbyes. Oh, my God. When her mother held her, the baby let out a little cry. Jesus. Her mother thought it was her imagination, but doctors soon confirmed her baby was actually still alive. That's fucking rad. The parents named her um, Luis Milagros. I'm probably butchering that, which means mir- Luis Milagros? Miracle Light. Oh, wow. Oh, Luna Milagro. But it actually gets really sad. There's a tequila called Milagro, I think. The baby lived up until a few months after her first birthday and then died of health complications. You should have left that part out. I was feeling... Sorry. That's sad. Yeah. Buddy. Okay, on January 7th, 2018... Okay. Where this is not long ago. All of these are very recent. Um, Employees of a prison... In northern Spain, found Gonzalo Montoya unresponsive in his jail cell. Reportedly, upon the discovery of his body, three forensic doctors examined him and declared him dead. Okay. Okay. His body was taken away for an autopsy, during which Stapp prepared his body for the procedure by drawing marks on him. So they're like, they're about to cut him the fuck open. Yeah. But then Gonzalo began snoring. (laughs) Four hours after he had supposedly died. What the confusion The confusion likely arose from uh, Gonzalo's condition. He had epilepsy, which can sometimes trigger a deep oh, trance-like no. state. Whoa. Right? Can you imagine, though? Like, Dude. Oh, that's so scary. There's one in scary. this that's like, her condition is fucking terrifying. Ugh. Oh, well, that now I'm, exci- well, I'm excited to hear that. <laughs> okay, in 2016... A 25-year-old Polish man named Camille was out drinking vodka with friends when he suffered a Fuck heart yeah. attack. Oh, buddy. Too much vodka. He collapsed outside a pub and was taken to a hospital. Unresponsive, he was pronounced dead. Okay. Several hours later, a guard heard noises inside the mortuary refrigerator. He was fucking sleeping it off, bro. No, what the, a fucking legend. <laughs> the guard thought kids had broken in, but was surprised to find Camille, the naked quote unquote dead man dead man asked the guard how for old was this dude do we have any idea 25 i said that had a heart attack at 25 well yeah. after getting checked out by doctors camille headed back to the pub what a fucking legend <laughs> what an absolute fucking legend that's fucking great i know right that's amazing i'm sorry that's the most that's fucking le- but go home sleep it off you just had a fucking heart attack woke up in the mortuary goes back to drink more yep remarkable He's good to go, I guess. Okay. In 2014, Walter Williams, a farmer from Holmes County, Mississippi, was pronounced dead. The next day, morgue workers saw his body bag moving. (gasps) Williams was kicking it from the inside. Because you can't get out. The 76-year-old man was taken to a hospital. He was 76? Yep. And released to his shocked family a few days later. He lived for two more weeks (laughs) before actually dying of Uh, natural causes. Whoa. Yeah. One possible theory. The natural it, cause was him having another heart attack after he realized his family had cashed in his will. He didn't have a heart attack. Oh, I was making a he joke. Was, oh. That was, a, that oh. was some humor. I don't have any of the information. I don't. He lived for two more weeks. Oh, right. I just said that. One possible theory for the incident is that Williams' defibrillator restarted his heart while he was in the body bag. Whoa, dude. Dude. What? Whoa. How is that a thing? That's crazy. Weird, right? Yeah, it's crazy. In 2015, an unidentified Russian man got so drunk 
<laughs> These are so good already. <laughs> he passed out, and everyone thought he was dead. He was okay? super knocked. His friends called an ambulance. First responders also thought he was dead. Took him to the morgue, where he was placed in the freezer. Damn. See, that's why it's good to keep it cold, babe. You gotta keep it chilly. <laughs> the man woke up in the middle of the night, shocked to be in a room with dead bodies. Oh, my God. He started pounding on the doors and got the attention of a guard. After doctors- Can you imagine how fucking shook the guard was? He's like, Ew. this is a fucking zombie apocalypse. Yeah. It's zombie I, apocalypse. There's definitely a horror movie that starts out that way. After doctors checked, I think it's Day of the Dead. You don't know. Like day of the, the dead when the dead would the day when the dead woke it back, was the day when back. the dead died during death no there's one that wake it's back like up in the, the 18th morning movie. okay it's like land before so time. after doctors checked him out uh his first stop was back to his friend's house where <laughs> Did he drink more tell me his he drank buddies more. were still drinking and mourning him one of his friends was so shocked at seeing him that he fainted <laughs> First of all, and then they ended up like going on to like celebrate. And when your homie drinks himself to death, and y'all keep drinking, <laughs> y'all, he was something's Russian. toxic in there. Yeah, well, he didn't, couldn't handle, he couldn't handle his liquor. Okay, I don't know what to tell you. We drink for him because yeah. I can handle. Look, I drank as much as him. I'm still. Alive. I just like to see people that just like go right back to partying. Like you woke up in a body bag. And... Th- what's so funny? Because they're still drunk. You don't yeah. think rationally when you're drunk, right? So you're just like. No, so I gotta go meet with my boys. Can you imagine waking up drunk in a body bag or a freezer? That'd be the best way to do it. If I'm stone cold sober and wake up in a fucking, I don't want it. I'm gonna be screaming my head. It (laughs) It just seems like a lot of them didn't raise enough of a panic because they were lit, right? Like, hey, bro, who put me in the closet? Dude, call me an Uber. My boys are waiting for me. (laughs) It's Saturday. This is a setback at at the very least. Okay, in 2011, Rosa Celestrino de Assis. That sounds like you just fucking crushed that. Tried it. Was taken to the hospital for pneumonia. The 60-year-old Brazilian woman had no vital signs, so the doctor pronounced her dead. Medical personnel put her body into a plastic body bag and took it to the morgue refrigerator. Sure. These people. Two hours later, her daughter came to identify the body. Oh, my gosh. As she was giving her mother a hug for what she thought was going to be the last time, she realized her mother was breathing. Quote, uh, I screamed out, my mom is alive. And they all looked at me like I was crazy. The doctor <laughs> then, the, or the doctor that pronounced her dead has resigned, and a nurse working under him was fired. That's how much they fucked up. Like, yeah. that's some... Ne- it's that a little different over there Negligence. Um, June Burchell, um, she is very familiar with Amor because she's woken up there three times. Stop this it. This was the one I was going to say that oh, is that. terrible. Okay, okay. So oh she gosh. suffers from a condition called cataplexy, which affects a small percentage of people with narcolepsy. Okay. This condition causes her to become paralyzed, but conscious. Oh, no. Uh-uh. That's like waking uh-uh. up under anesthesia. Uh-uh. Like. What is that? Like, what movie? What belies, what lives beneath? Where Harrison Ford puts his wife, gives her that stuff, but puts her in the bathtub, and, and she, like, pulls the plug with her toe? Yeah, it's Catwoman. What's her name? What her name is? Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, there it is. Um, so, strong emotions often bring on episodes, right? So, the first time this happened to her. <laughs> Imagine getting fucking stressed out and dying, You have a dying, panic attack, and you just get paralyzed. 
But you can still hear it. Self-aware. Oh my god, that is horrible. Um, so the first that time, poor it, woman. it's awful. Oh my Happened god. to her when she was a teenager. She didn't appear to show any signs of life, and doctors pronounced her dead. They put her in the morgue, surrounding her with dead bodies. She could move and speak again hours later. Jesus. She said, um, she fears being buried alive more than she fears death. Girl. Yeah. Well, in her condition, you would, I mean, like. I'd be like, yo, keep me on a table for a week before you fucking put me in a box. Imagine the fear. What if you, like, cremated her? Dude. Imagine the fear of having a disorder that makes you appear dead and you're so scared that you're gonna that your condition is gonna be the cause that kills you. Ugh! Right? Cause like she if she were buried alive. I have a huge fear of and that. comes back into it and then dies as a result. From suffocation. Oh my god. That's another that's just a metal song. She apparently to has one of the world's worst cases of cataplexy. And she actually shared her story on the documentary television series My Shocking Story. So if you want to learn Jeez. more about her, you can go ahead and find that, that poor episode. Woman. I don't know what episode. I hope she lives a good long life and dies Seriously, naturally dude. and doesn't ever oh have to wake God. up with it. Because can you imagine? Because like anytime you get emotional or whatever, like yeah, she's like a fit. Out. Like oh my, that would happen uh, to me like every day. <laughs> <laughs> that means she's tough, <laughs> just paralyzed. <laughs> like those goats that just play dead when it's they get stressed so out. Scary. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, in 2000, come on. In 2007, Carlos Camijo. Okay. J O in Spanish is ho, right? Camijo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was in a severe car accident. The 33-year-old Venezuelan. Oh, that's yeah. That would be pronounced that way, right? Venezuelan. Uh, I'm not a linguist. I don't know either. I'm, I'm sorry. Not, you guys, I'm not I'm a trying. cunning linguist. What's up? Wow. I'm just I'm not a I'm just not a smart multi Okay. The, oh. the thirty the thirty three year old Venezuelan man was declared dead at the scene and then taken to the morgue. He didn't wake up until a medical examiner started his autopsy by cutting into his face. Um, his fucking face? Yeah. That's so fucking Quote, metal. I woke dude. up because the pain was unbearable. Bearable, Carlos said. Oh my, Carlos is a bad motherfucker. That sounds His terrible. Why? Two thousand seven. I was graduating high school. Not that that matters. He's. I was delivering pizza. What's His up? wife <laughs> came to identify his body and was shocked to find he was still alive. Oh my god! And Carlos still bears the scar from his own autopsy. That's the most. I have a scar Metal. from my. I have a scar from my fucking autopsy, dude. That's the baddest motherfucker Seriously. in the room, hands down. Okay. I'm moving right along because there's a lot of these. A Polish woman named. Uh, you guys. You're not even going to go at it? Janina Kolakis. You could just go. Yep, yeah, that I think that sounds. I'm going to go with Janina. There we go. Janina was declared dead after she was found unresponsive in her home. She was taken to the morgue and family members started planning her funeral. 11 hours later. 11. 11 hours later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A morgue worker was bringing in another body when he saw her body bag start to move. Can I mean, I'm just like, I've watched so much TV and shit. You see a body bag move. It's a, that's nothing normal I in think there. It's, yeah, possession. So scary. Yeah, so scary. Janina was inside cold but unharmed. The elderly woman, apparently unfazed, asked for some hot tea. <laughs> what? What an amazingly uh, resilient person. The doctor who examined her said, I was sure she was dead. I was stunned. Go ahead and retire, bro. Buddy. 
But I mean, like, if I just what don't if your heart? I, I feel back. like your heart must like slow to such a degree that the conventional time. I mean, their that job you is to save you, so it's not like they're yeah. just like, "Meh, you're dead." Yeah, because they don't care. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. Yeah. Um, in China, a father named Jen Lu took his premature newborn baby to the hospital. The baby showed signs of discoloration. Oh, no. Doctors buddy. told the father his son's heart had stopped and declared the baby dead. Fifteen hours later. Stop it. Morgue staff were preparing to cremate the child. Jesus. They took him out of the refrigeration only to find he was crying and moving. What? The boy likely only survived the cold because his father had wrapped him in several blankets. Oh my god. That's Dude, like emotional. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh twenty fourteen, Paul Mutora, the twenty four year old Kenyan man, tried to kill himself. By ingesting incesticide. Jesus. Shortly after which he was rushed to the hospital and given anti-poison drugs. Doctors determined that Paul did not survive and took him to the morgue. Mm-hmm. He I wonder what's going to happen next. to be embalmed. Uh-huh. However, morgue workers heard scratching noises coming from the room where his body was kept and decided to investigate. Jesus. Yeah. When they found that Paul was alive, they, quote, took to their heels screaming. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. Paul said trying to take his life was a mistake and apologized to his father. Doctors said the anti-poison drugs may have made, uh, may have made it seem like he was dead. That's fucking crazy. I mean, I know all these are the same outcome, but they're all still just crazy to me. Right? Yeah. No. Absolutely. Are we still okay? Okay. An 80-year-old woman named Maria de Jesus Arroyo was brought to the hospital after suffering a heart attack in 2010. Okay. Doctors couldn't help the California resident and declared her dead. Right? We have a theme. Right. They put her in a body bag and into one of the morgue's freezer compartments. When workers came to get her body to take her to the funeral home, they saw that she was face down and the body bag was half open. Oh, my God. I didn't know you could get out of a body bag. Her nose... This one's actually sad. Oh, so she lived and then it killed her. Her nose was broken and her face was covered in cuts. A doctor later said that there was no way she could have gotten the injuries she suffered if she had been dead. Most likely she woke up, tried to get out or get someone's attention, and failing that, died of hypothermia. So she was in the refrigeration for a good grip. And died, yeah. yeah. And her family's actually suing the hospital. Good. I mean, that's, you gotta. Yeah. You gotta, bud. A 50-year-old man from South Africa suffered an asthma attack and was unresponsive. His family thought he was dead, so they called a private mortuary. Guess that's what they were doing over there. Okay, okay, okay. The man whose identity has been protected spent 21 hours in the morgue before waking up. Jesus. The man, quote, screamed for help and made an almighty din. I guess it's like a South African... Okay. I don't know. Uh, That was a spokesman... a spokesman from the health department that said this. Morgue workers heard him and ran into the street thinking he was a ghost. 
and that the building oh was my haunted. God. They got shook. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, I, that would be my absolute first Same. reaction. They were shocked to find the man alive. He suffered hypothermia from his time in the deep freeze and had to be admitted to the hospital. But otherwise, he was okay when able to go home the next day. That's insane. The health department representative urged families to call the police if they think a relative has passed on, which is apparently not standard procedure for South Africans. I would they assume call, it's, it is. You would think. But, I mean, the article says they just call the morgue. I mean, who knows? I bet it's different. I'm sure. Different places. I wouldn't think you would just call them. You would call. You would call the cops, yeah, right? I would think. Okay, at a hospital in Kuwait, an unnamed Saudi woman had a routine C-section. Doctors mistakenly thought she had died, called her husband on his way to the hospital, telling the news. Oh, my God. The woman was sent to the morgue where she awoke surrounded by dead bodies. She said that she um, could have, quote, perished alive of horror. When she woke up. Oh, my God. Like, it was so, it was that. Finding herself there. Traumatic, yeah. yeah. The woman screamed, and a morgue worker finally heard her and let her out. The family filed a lawsuit against that hospital. Wise. Okay, and then lastly, a German woman who lived in a nursing home was found not breathing and without a pulse. The 92, sorry, the 92-year-old was declared dead and taken to a refrigerated room at a funeral home. Several hours later, funeral home workers heard screaming and found out she was alive. Oh, my gosh. She died of heart disease two days after her miraculous resurrection. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but her death actually it had nothing to do with her being in the refrigeration or what. Like, it didn't affect. It wasn't really. The yeah. And the doctor who declared her dead um, has to go to prison if convicted of ne- negligent bodily harm. Hmm. It's weird how it's handled differently in different yeah, places, right? Yeah, how things are handled differently, man. Yeah. Okay, so that was all those. Sure. Then I'm going to tell that you. Was, those... that's, can you fucking imagine? No, I literally cannot. I mean, that is a, it's a, it's nightmare fuel. Imagine waking up in a morgue. I know they're kind of, morgue. yeah, all in like the same, you know, this happened. I don't like how many of them were drunk. Like a lot of the homies were wasted and like, what? No, I'm, I don't know. Okay, so there's this, like, legend of Marjorie McCall from 1705. Okay. That has a similar vibe that I felt like I wanted to, like, put in here. I know the story. You do not. I know the story. You do? I know the story. Okay, well, don't say anything. I heard on, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You do know it? Yeah. She lived. Okay. Well, that's the theme. They all (laughs) live, except for the one lady. (laughs) But this is like, I guess, like a folklore type. Yeah, I actually heard it on story. lore. You did? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm still going to tell you anyway. Well, tell everyone. Yeah. Don't just tell me, buddy. Okay, so in the 1700s, um, there was this trade that was very popular called uh, re-resurrectionists. Is that, what's, is that how you pronounce okay. it? Okay. Also known as grave robbers, which is also also called sack up Sack them ups. Never heard that. You gotta grab it up. Um, they would often provide these cadavers, the bodies, to many private medical schools throughout the UK. Sure. Right? Sure. So the most famous, I thought this was um, interesting, of these um, grave robbers were Burke and Hare, who found infamy, infamy? 
Wow. Infamy. Infamy. Almost a hundred years later, um, their notoriety. Nor- Jesus Christ. Their notoriety wasn't really due to their grave robbing, but more to do with their fresh supply of corpses to order. They were both originally from Ireland, but they met in Edinburgh, mm-hmm. where they went on to supply students of anatomy cadavers. So, like those were they were like famous grave robbers that would like give students. I do not shit. know this story. I thought it was something else. No, that's just like a little bit of a backstory that oh, okay. I haven't gotten into her story yet. Marjorie McCall was married to a doctor and then she fell ill mm-hmm. and sadly she succumbed to her what was called a bout of fever and yeah. was buried in Shankill Church of Ireland Cemetery. Okay. Uh, which was not far from her home. Like walking distance? Uh-huh. Okay. So you do know. <laughs> she was hastily buried um for fear of spreading the fever absolutely I guess, right god y'all get how much you've done some relevance Jesus. wash your damn hands put the fucking mask on <laughs> man so there was a quite there was a lot of like commotion at her wake they had a wake before sure. right because she had this really valuable ring on uh-huh. right and it was known that it was this valuable ring okay and so marjorie was inevitably buried still wearing this gold wedding ring Due to her husband's inability to remove it from her finger because it had swollen after her death. So he couldn't get sure, it off. And sure. it was just like, but then, you know, you have this like fear of gray robbers or whatever, right? So this obviously news of and It's this, like known in the community. She has a badass ring kind of. Yeah. And it, right. it, it spread. It ended up spreading that she had this, you know, ring on, Dope right? Dope ring, right. So after the wake, which they apparently was a traditional thing to actually attempt to avoid premature burial. Yeah. They lay like laid their bodies out or they whatever. They would have them out for a few yeah, days yeah. to make sure the person didn't. Was in know, fact whatever. dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because of so many motherfuckers that weren't. Dude. How Crazy. many are not documented? Thousands. And how many thousands died in their and grave thousands. and nobody even knows? Thousands. That's and thousands. terrifying. Thousands. I'm getting cremated. So if I'm still alive, I'll burn to death. (laughs) Sweeney Todd style. Okay. I see. Marjorie was buried in Shankill Graveyard. Okay. Um, That evening, graveyarders. Graveyarders? Sure. Grave robbers. It's like paid a visit. Before removing the body, they attempted to remove the The ring. ring, but it wouldn't budge. So they agreed that they would cut off her finger Ah! to free the ring, right? Oh, no, buddy. As soon as blood was drawn from Marjorie, she came to. (laughs) Motherfucker! She she sat bolt right up, bolt upright. (laughs) I said that weird. Eyes wide and wailed. You son of a bitch! Now the thing literally says she wailed like a banshee. (laughs) marjorie helped herself out of the ground and stumbled the short distance to her home um what happened to the grave robbers did they shit their fucking pants there's like in the lore or whatever that that they ran off it also says that one dropped dead but i don't know yeah yeah yeah. so at home her husband john was sitting with their children and relatives when the door you know, got a knock three times. Oh my God. John monkey said, shit. quote, if your mother was still alive, I swear that was her knock. 
Upon opening the door, John was confronted by his late wife dressed in her burial clothes, dripping from her almost severed finger. John's response in dispute is disputed, but most tellings of the story agree that he dropped dead on the floor, seeing his wife. Holy shit. Can you imagine? He then was buried in the plot that she recently vacated. <laughs> oh my god. What in the fucking Twilight Zone right? of real life? This is I an love this story. like random little bit too, is that Marjorie went on to remarry and have seven more children. <laughs> Damn. When she finally did die, she was returned to Shankill Graveyard, and to this day, I love this so much. Her gravestone still stands. It bears the inscription, lived once, buried twice. That's amazing. (laughs) And way to to have a sense of humor about it. Right? You know, yeah. It's also said that on occasion, she can be seen wandering the cemetery. Her ghost. I've heard that, actually. That was Yeah, that's an amazing story. The whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I just have one last little thing that I want to touch on. I'm excited to hear it. Because I found um, an article on The Guardian, which... Literally, the title is Why Waking Up in a Morgue Isn't Quite as Unusual as You Think. Oh, no. By Carla Valentine. I thought this was going to be the one where you're like, everyone came back to life except this No, it just gives a little bit of like medical stuff about why it might happen. So I just thought sure. it would like, touch on it really yeah, quick. Yeah, it's yeah. just like a couple paragraphs. So within the medical community, there is debate over what really constitutes death. And it is seen less as a single event and more as a process. Right. Okay. 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 okay, It involves several different mechanisms seizing, not just one, which is why there can be ethical arguments about brain stem death when the person is in fact deceased, but their tissues can be artificially kept alive. Sure. Okay. So when the heart, for whatever reason, stops beating, the tissues its services are deprived of both oxygen and glucose. Whoop. And are subject to a buildup of toxic waste products. This gradually kills the cells. When enough of them die, there is a major organ failure, failure and the body as a whole is said to be dead. Okay. The, uh, the delicate cells of the brain are particularly susceptible to a lack of oxygen, and they will usually begin to die in around four to six minutes. Oh, shit, that's fast. I know. However, a reduction in temperature can extend this period considerably, which all of them were put in. In refrigeration. Yeah. Yeah. Or even down in, like, the dirt. Like, I mean, all of that, you know. Right. It's cold. The cold decreases the cell's need for oxygen and glucose. Glucose. Why is this such a hard word? It's a hard one. And they go into a type of hibernation state. Oh, right. Many, That's what Walt Disney's doing. Many, many examples of this preservation and recovery exist from people drowning in icy water to becoming suffocated beneath an avalanche or simply becoming unconscious and hyperthermic until they are found and revived. Sure. Um, conversely, the cells of the skin, for example, can remain alive for 24 hours hours after the heart stops beating. That's crazy. Although the idea that the nails... And hair continue to grow after death is a myth. Which what I didn't actually know that until I read. Well, that because what's alive to make them grow? Exactly. I never thought about that. And then when you think about it, if you open up someone's coffin, it would be full, full of hair and nails. Some people have a condition. But called- I totally outright believed that my whole life until just now. <laughs> like I've never yeah. even questioned it. Yeah, I guess I never really thought about it. Yeah. 
some people have a condition called catalepsy, for example, a nervous disorder that replicates the stiff muscles of rigor mortis, slowly breathing and decreases sensitivity to pain. Jesus. This means gruesome, archaic tests for death, such Wouldn't as shoving work, like- in needles beneath fingernails <sighs> and slicing nostrils. They would also like, what was the thing that they, I've heard, yeah. May not work on the catalepsy On somebody that's that patient. deeply. This condition was written about extensively by Edgar Allan Poe, who was terrified of being buried prematurely yeah. and very real fear that he should have had in the 19th century yeah absolutely because that was a fucking thing that happened probably a lot and that is stories about people who were pronounced dead when they weren't dead oh my goodness good job that was a that was I fascinating know that was a lot but well, was I, fascinating. I, then i found that story about the old school like floor i thought that was cool yeah. to edit, and then i kind of wanted to give a little i know that was a very medical at the end no, but, but it's, i, it's I want you to know the reasons why it happens sure because man. it happened months ago like a month yeah, ago it like just happened month. yeah it just happened so crazy man but i just as somebody who fears being yeah, it's like one of alive, your biggest ones it's yeah so fucking terrifying yeah Ugh. Uh-uh. well guys thank you all so much for listening to the podcast yeah number 58 i believe and uh you can email us at we drink we know things podcast at gmail that's a great place to hit us up review us again i'm sorry if you have time review us on apple Podcasts. yes it means the world amazing. to us thank you for everyone that has thank you for everyone that hits us up let us know stuff you want us to cover and we have had some recommendations and some of those are in the pipeline so um thank you all for that as well yeah and oh, a little follow bit us on. Run. Sorry if we bantered too long. We oh. had a lot of update you guys. On. Yeah, man, it's been a minute. We, you know, so we'll see you guys in like three or four weeks or whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hopefully, no, we'll man. be back on Reg Sketch. Reg Sketch. <laughs> Ham sandwich, dip it, tip. We'll see y'all soon. Okay. Yes, clankies. Clankies. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.